winter solstice? Is that is that what's happening right now? Yeah, well, the, yeah, just the first day of winter. Yeah, oh, it's uh, okay. That's technically happened today. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Okay. I think, so, I think it's the 20, 21st, I think. I could be wrong. Really? December's winter, technically. Uh, December, most of December is autumn, technically. Oh, look at me learning you, things. You'd think that it starts earlier. Like, end of November, been, I would assume. It's been cold. It's been, well, not for you, necessarily, but it's been cold, cold for a little bit. It is rainy today, so. Oh, that's always fun. And I don't know. LA, Southern California in general, definitely built for the rain. Oh, you know, it's fantastic. Actually, it was kind of nice. Uh, I, I've uh, had my niece visit the other uh, oh. over the weekend and uh had she been to the house yet no that's the first time uh so it was oh, nice, nice to have her okay. uh it was also uh I, I somehow ended up relegated to the couch uh the last couple uh, days you know what hugh I'm, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say it won't be the last time no no it won't it won't it's uh last night it was like i dropped ava off uh at her own house in san how, diego how old is she now she has turned 15 Oh God, no! Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, mm. yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, it makes me feel young inside, and she reminds me how young I am all the time by not saying how young I am. So it is a great feeling. Uh, but, yes. Well, the, the the not to I didn't mean to no. derail you, uh, but I've got something on how old we are uh, no. shortly. But sorry, uh, no, 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 no. Going, sorry. Oh no, no. So. Last night the rain started and I was so I'm on the couch and we have a vaulted ceiling, so it had quite nice sound to fall asleep to, to be honest. Right here. Ah. So, and then gotcha. I'm freezing my butt off and actually the garage is quite nice now that the it's insulated. It's still a mess. It looks nice. It looks I mean, nice. It looks uh, nicer. I can't really tell, yeah. but it, there's a lot of stuff in here that I've kind of like just sectioned off. Uh, so it'll so it'll never be for cars it uh, is no no like it'll be an office slash we probably will turn it into an adu at some point what's when we get ADU? some fun. well that depends honestly um we, wait what's what's an adu uh adult dwelling unit that's a term yes I've that's what they call like an apartment now that's like a, on property so it'll I, have a it needs to have a bathroom a kitchenette things like that is it just be like a like a studio apartment essentially oh okay cool well that's so, that's nice yeah um but you know that that's that's a bits bits away it like that's gonna cost some money like gotcha everything does everything does but the funny thing is i'm looking um yeah that's if we like stay in america at this point so uh well, okay fear of god has been put in me the other day so i was like oh i was listening to some speeches so uh wait who put the fear of god in you you know who the Cheeto in chief. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Everything's going well. Oh, everything is. Uh, yeah, going it's, great. Everything's fine. Everything's fine, folks. We have nothing to worry about. No, no plans to leave here, or should leave here. I don't know. I don't. It's all. Where this. would you? Where would you go? Well, I could go to one place really right now. I'm not saying that place is any better. So, eh, the girls might like whales. I don't possible. think they would. I, there, there's going to be an issue there, anyways. It's like I had to, I had to figure that out. It's, it's whatever. It's just like a, a thing I'm looking no, but, at. Well, they're old enough to live on their own. Uh, yeah. The eight and 
gonna be twelve. Yeah, there, there. Nah, there was a time, Hugh, when that was that was you old were enough. out on your, you were out on you were either married off or you were working. <laughs> I also saw a trailer today for a movie that I was like, oh god, why would you what? do this? What was the movie? It's called Civil War. Oh no. Oh yes. So it's a documentary. It could be. Kirsten uh, Dunst is uh, a reporter in this movie. Uh, the guy who plays Ron, not, Ron Swanson. Um, Nick, 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 um, Nick, uh, Nick Offerman, Offerman, Offerman is uh, the president. Nick Swartzen would be a combination. That would be, be an interesting yeah. choice. Uh, Nick Offerman plays the president. And there's been a... See, now I would vote for Nick Offerman as president. I don't think you would vote for this Nick Offerman. Oh, he's going... The, they put him on the other side? They, they put him on the side of just like... I'm willing to blow up Americans. Ah, uh, so I have not seen that. Yeah, uh, just I'm out, today, I feel I like I'm out of the loop. I I just learned yesterday about the the Ted prequel series. Oh, is, is it a series or a movie? It's a TV I show. It looks like okay. It, so it is a series. Yeah. And is is that is that something that that we ask for? No. Did somebody somebody no, want Some it? Uh, executive got lazy and was like. Uh, the prequel for Dumb and Dumber worked. Maybe we should have made it a did TV it? show. Did no, it, work, it didn't though? work. No, but yeah. they should have done it as a TV show, and not risk as much money. I just, I mean, there's so many. If if you're, if you're gonna say like, uh, we're gonna do a prequel show about a, I guess Ted is a fair I, beloved might be a stretch, but it has a following, and it honestly it was funny. It was funny. I don't. I wouldn't call it terribly memorable, but it was a funny movie. I didn't see the second one. The first one, though. I actually I enjoy Seth MacFarlane's comedy in general, yeah. like Family Guy and all his other non-Family Guy stuff. I think uh, Million Ways to Die in the West was funny as hell. It was nobody a funny saw show. it. I might have been the only one that uh, saw no, it that. in the theater. I might have been the only one that saw it in the theater. Probably. But I thought it was funny as hell. Uh, so Orville was good. Know, I enjoyed that. Yeah, Orville. So you know, I I I don't know if he's involved in this prequel series. I assume so because that's yeah. like his. That's it's his. At the very least, he created the character, so I'm sure he has something to do with it. He would have to have but something to do. But with I, it. I, I just was like, oh, this is not, it's not something I, I needed. No. Uh, I'm like, I was trying to think of other things I'd rather have a prequel series, like movies, just flat out, just a movie that that feel like it should have a prequel series. Mm. And I was actually even struggling with that because, frankly, none of them do. I've, if I was going to do like a prequel, prequel, like there, there are things you could do, like like a Star Trek type peak prequel, like before whatever. Like, well, they've, they, they've, they've done, kind that. Of done that, though. Like the the um, next generation what movie. Was, what was the uh, the one with Scott Bakula? Was that Enterprise? That was Enterprise. That was that, a good show. That that was a prequel. I mean, that that was like the early days of the of yes. Starfleet. Um, so they've done that. I mean, we do. Unfortunately, we saw the uh, we saw the the prequel story to the Star Wars universe. Not as interesting. That was, well, they could have done something completely different. Just gone like way before. Let's just get off the timeline of the Skywalkers. You, Let's just do something. Yeah, a bit different. that's that was that seems to be the biggest. Well, at least Marvel and 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 the Star Wars, the Lucas properties, they did uh, their series and things tended to get a, although not really that far away from the main characters like that was the issue always that you you've built this huge world but all you're doing is sticking to the skywalkers uh which is i mean f- to be fair they seem like a very big part of the overall story uh-huh. um 
but like you uh, in the, the, ser- the series are a little bit better when you're was it and andor andor is very good Andor's... yeah like that's a set you know that's a smaller secondary character mm-hmm. uh like uh boba fett i know i that did I, not go I well. didn't see it but i heard that series but i but the idea of a series of which it was always interesting the boba fett thing that he was such a like iconic character after only being iconic on screen for fan four favorite minutes, i yeah. think it was and he only, uh, I think he only had like one or two lines. One line. Was it the, it was no, something about like, take Solo with, me, you know, like it was in Jedi, right? Where he, he wanted Solo's. Uh, um, no, it's Empire Strikes Harbor. Back where he pops up. Okay. Uh, he has one line uh, where Vader says no disintegration. He's like, uh, he makes a comment then and then he makes another, one other comment. Like he's got two lines in the movie at best. It was just more of the mystery of the guy in the helmet. And then you had, uh, what could have been also, a great really scene. really disappointing death for a very cool character I that could have built out. Well, evidently not, but like we thought he died because uh, he he flew into the side of Jabba's ship and then fell into the the Sarlacc. Is it was yeah, it called the Sarlacc? Sarlacc pit? Yes. Um, um. So yeah, but we it was the assumption was that he died for the movie watchers. Not. Yeah. The, the sad people like me who read books and everything else like that around Star Wars knew he had survived. Yeah, he was badly hurt, but he did survive. Uh, and then, um, and like the thing about the show was, it could have been this great mafia style move, like TV show, which it was set up for, but they didn't do that. Yeah, like, it's, I've heard it was just boring. It was very boring. It was very like the best parts of the show were the Mandalorian. They had two episodes of the Mandalorian, essentially, which is a spinoff of like a no mm-hmm. no name character that you know, that didn't exist and then they made it and it, it worked. It was like, they did this spaghetti Western style show, which is fantastic for the most they part. Probably, they probably didn't help the doing the Boba Fett show after that. Uh, well, the idea of, yeah, because Boba Fett popped into the Mandalorian. That's where mm-hmm. that show came in. So it was a spinoff of the Mandalorian. Like, so the idea was like, Oh, this is going to be good. And then it, Richard Rodriguez got his hands on it and made it spy kids. I think is or Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, yes, sorry. Uh, he he had Richard all... Rodriguez is the former coach of the Michigan Wolverines. Oh, that's right. Team. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez. Sorry, my R- bad. Rich, Rich Rod. Thank you for correcting me right away yeah. and not making me. Uh, wait you know until what? The that's what I, that's what I'm here for. And Sam, uh, Sam will thank you for that too. How dare you? Oh, did we freeze? You froze. Uh, oh, okay. I'm back. I'm back. You're moving. Okay, we're good. No, you. Okay, I'm good. Um, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, then we're good. Right. Um, I see. Yeah, I guess he's probably more well known for the Spy Kids movie, but for me, he'll always be the Desperado. The Desperado. Um, okay, what was the first one? El Mariachi. Mm. El Mariachi was great. Desperado was great. The the third. I mean, it's the same I mean, movie. It, let's be honest. It's just a uh, just a higher budget yeah. version. Yeah. But not did, by yeah, much. Did, did you ever read the um, Robert, Robert Rodriguez book about like essentially the making of El Mariachi because it was just taught. I think it was called something Renegades, mm. um, where it, I don't think it was all only about him. It was about I think Tarantino as well. Like when they were making these super low budget early movies. And like the, the the low, I mean the budget of El Mariachi was in the thousands of oh, dollars. Yeah. Like not even like five figures. It was like four figures. I think I can and get the, that number for you. Like, you know, he was. I mean, it, it happens. You know, I'm. You've been on film sets, and and you know, or you know better about budgets of films. Um, but you know, he was. 
the things that he was doing, like instead of crane shots, he had to use ladders. Yeah. Instead of instead of dolly shots to move the camera around, he was holding the camera while being pushed around in a wheelchair. Like you know that happens. The, the, um, I I know I know Tarantino made Reservoir Dogs for next to nothing. So to um, let you know what the production budget of El Mariachi was, oh, that is unfortunate phone call at this time uh was seven thousand dollars i was gonna say that for some reason that figure stuck in my head yeah seven thousand so des you're you're right desperado was essentially not the same story but a very similar story and had a much much bigger budget i'll put it like this desperado is like it's like evil dead and evil dead 2 it's not the same movie but it's the same movie with, so, a, with a bigger budget with a bigger budget so they, they get they threw some money his way yeah. Uh, and then I don't know if it's not it's not technically considered a trilogy, but I you know the the third one with Rod Rodriguez would be the Once Upon a Time in Mexico, which isn't a, necessarily a sequel, but it's part of the same world. Hmm. Um, not as good, not as good. Um, yeah, that so, was Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp is one of, one of his stranger roles. Hmm. Um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. Uh, so the, the Boba Fett and. That, that's how yeah ended up yeah there. oh yeah so the prequel that's how we got to and uh, I, yeah. yeah i could i honestly could not think of a good uh movie that i would want a prequel series to crawl um, okay that's fair that's that's one i would like to see uh the last starfighter maybe like a little bit more Ooh, in depth on that now that building the world of last star that is good that uh, is good actually i would also enjoy you know what i would uh for last starfighter which oh god if you have not seen it, the 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 effects the effects were groundbreaking at the, time. at the time yeah um soundtrack characters boom you're right i would i would actually wouldn't mind a sequel or a prequel to that mm. because you could do the i mean obviously the main character pre you wouldn't put one part of the prequel because there wasn't much there but that world, like how the, I don't remember if it was an empire or the bad guys were, I don't remember what their name was, but yeah, seeing that built up, that would be cool. Yeah. Um, uh, that's a, that's actually a great one. Okay. Uh, like there's, there's plenty of things you could think of. It's just like, you just have to think of something that wasn't the best. Um, you know, the last Starfighter uh, was, it was good. It was good for what it was right yeah 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 i mean it, it i think of that that time i don't remember what year it came out but you know they were they were kind of riding on the backs of 84 like, came sci out sci-fi and star wars not too much after jedi and they were probably trying to be like yeah you know, that sort of that type of film mm -hmm. i don't know if they were ever trying to make star last starfighter like a like a seer you know like a a series of films i have no idea what their plan was and maybe it just didn't do well um the guy who played Alex Rogan, yep. I think the main character was. Uh, his name is Lance Guest. I correct, believe. you are correct. Um, he he was great in that, and he the only other thing I remember him being in is he was in Jaws: The Revenge, um, he, oh one my. of the stars of Jaws: The Revenge, which we've talked about many times because yep. Michael Caine admits that it was a paycheck movie. Uh, but I don't recall seeing him in anything else besides those two movies. He's one of those guys from the 80s. You're like, he should have been a bigger star. He was in Halloween 2. That was before. That was, was that that was post Last was Starfighter pre, or pre last Pre Last Star. Post Last Starfighter. You know, uh, I don't think The Wizard of Loneliness is uh, 
No, Colin. but but you, I mean, you'd have to say right, like the he had some charisma. Like he was a good leading man. Like how did he never get another movie after that? Unless yeah. Last Starfighter was such, unless it like truly bombed, which maybe it did. But I have fond memories of it. I mean, he's still working. Like the last thing is he it? was in it was Altered Perceptions. He's in the thing called The Patient for an episode, TV miniseries. Um, like these these are recent. So he's not that he's not working. So. Uh, uh, I, 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 I would I would I would say that you know you'd love like a Back to the Future prequel series, except we kind of got that because the whole thing with time travel is that we are they were all over the place. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I I I was I was at I was trying to think of one because I saw some people on on Twitter talking about I'm sorry X excuse me, and um, uh, I couldn't think of anything myself except for my the only thing I my only thought on it was that Ted is a bad idea. Um, um no yeah. like like i would think the godfather would be better like you'd actually just do the robert de niro part and like an actual like well we, we got that with two two I, I, was like a prequel and a sequel at the same with the flashbacks um that's uh kill bill yeah Okay, yeah, that's a cool world. Yeah, see, a prequel with them, the assassins, like, pre... Yeah, that would be cool. Um, uh, you know what? You uh, you honestly could say that about a lot of Tarantino movies, because I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate a prequel to Reservoir Dogs, seeing where those guys came from, you know, like... A, mm -hmm. Fair. The, the origin stories of those guys. The Matrix? Pul pul yeah. Uh, yeah, that could be. Um, um, you know, again, Tarantino, Pulp Fiction. There's those stories would have a cool, you know, you could do like what do um, what were the names Jules and um, oh yeah, I can't, you do. I can't recall John Travolta's character's name. Does, did he Vincent. have any Jules Vincent, and Vincent? Vincent yeah. yeah, Vincent Vega. Yeah, because those are in the same world. Because the Michael Madsen character in Reservoir Dogs, Mister Blonde, is John Travolta's character's brother in uh. Pulp Fiction. One Mr. Blonde's name was Vic Vega. Um, John Travolta's name was Vincent Vega. They were brothers. And and Quentin Tarantino said he always wanted to make a... Um, I guess it would have had to be a prequel because, spoiler alert, uh, Vic, Vic Vega, or Vincent Vega does not make it out of Pulp Fiction. Mm -hmm. um, he, uh, Tarantino always wanted to make a movie called The Vega Brothers about the two of them. But it got to the point where he, you know, the, the actors were getting too old. Michael Madsen said he'd love to do it. Um, but they just were, got too old. They were got too old to do a prequel series, right? Uh, but that would have been cool. That would have been. Um, oh, it, it's funny how you think about this, and like you look at it, you're like, and I, I know there's so many things that we're missing out on. It's like, yeah, I'm doing like the quickest nerdy research in the process of all of this. Like, uh, you have like things like Starship Troopers, would be cool. Yeah, like how they, the, I mean, the the, those thing. sequels were unfortunate, but the uh, the, the third, I, I, was the good. one that they brought um, Johnny Rico back, That's I think a, it was Mara Marauder, Marauder, maybe. Yes. Uh, yeah, because they realized they they were like, okay, we'll do a couple sequels. Yeah, we really need the original cast back. Uh, I um, I I know for a fact you don't watch it, Hugh, but I've sort of a little bit gotten into um, um out of. I've watched a little bit of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, uh, I would, would uh, not would not say I've gotten would not say I've gotten into it so much as I've seen it. And right. Denise Richards is a she's no longer on it, but they've been they brought her back for a bit this season. Right. And wow, I guess I had not 
seen her in a very long time. She still looks the same, but, but she's a mess. She is a dumpster fire of a mess. Like the few episodes she's popped up on this season, she's just been like super drunk. Her voice, she has this super gravelly voice now that I was like, she didn't used to have that. What on earth happened? Smoking and drinking. Yeah, could be. I was, but I was like, this is she is very different from like the wild things mm. of Denise Richards or the Starship Troopers Denise Richards. Um, the James Bond Denise Richards. Doctor Christmas Jones. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, I here's what I can say. Hey, I knew you were watching the show now because your video, like the your other yeah, podcast, yeah. pops up from time to time uh, on your reels, and you were talking about it like you've been watching it. I, well, I've been watching this season. Okay. Uh, specifically and, yeah and it's been like five episodes so i to say that i like you're in it man you're, yeah you're you're not going away you know what it has some i'm not gonna lie it has some moments but not something i yeah i i watch it more out of necessity than, no, than they finally than, told than, you you had to start watching the show desire what, what well i just was i i was on the sideline a little too much with when people when, when folks are talking about something you, you feel like you should probably be involved it's, it's, um, it's a good work ethic to watch a really it's, crummy show that, yeah oh no it's you know how much work it is for me to do to 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 like sit there and watch it's a, a show it's a for slog. 30 minutes it's a slog yeah i mean i don't even watch shows that i would enjoy mm, that's uh, true like you know i don't i don't have any you know it's been a running joke for years now i don't have a, any doubt that i would enjoy fleabag i just haven't gotten around to it well you might not enjoy it's like one of those ones where it's like built you up too should, much. but it's built up in a way where it's like you might not and i'm like well i did watch a, a super i was forced to watch a super cut like on youtube of just all these clips over the years that were just, mm. you know they were funny clips obviously when right. you're making a super cut the you're highlights using the better, you're using better clips yeah but they were very funny mm. like she um she's good phoebe waller bridger. waller bridger she's very funny speaking of uh, i watched the recent indiana jones movie oh you what'd you think i, I haven't i've not seen it yet i've not seen it. i i I regret, I, 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 it was one of those things where I was like, I'm gonna, I should really see this while it's still in the theater, and I, I just missed the boat. Like Same it, here. It, it had, ju- it had just gotten out, and then I got to the point where I was like, do I want to see it? You don't want to be disappointed by another one, and it's not a disappointment. It is actually good. They did a good well, job. Well, I mean, it. like our, our, I mean, let's be honest, our, our expectations were lowered considerably by Crystal Skull. Yeah, even with that consideration, it had the vibe of an Indiana Jones movie. So, and and it had uh, my sixth favorite Welshman. Uh, I don't know how big a part he played in it. He's in it. Uh, he's he's, a... I know he was. I, yeah, I knew he was in it based on the trailer, but I wasn't sure how much he was in it. Yeah, he's old man. He's, yeah, a, he's, he's in it. Man, he, he plays it. He's in it enough to make it uh, worthwhile. So, six feet. Was that was that a ne- now he is he a hundred percent well like Welsh or like uh, was this a was this a problematic casting that he, he in the in the if you he, look at it now yes it's a problematic he's like not I don't recall I don't even recall where his character was supposed to be from I just I mean it's somewhere Egypt. Middle Eastern. Was it Egypt? Oh, he's Egyptian. Yeah, I just knew it was somewhere from that region, but I did not know if John John Reese Davis. No, da- John Reese Davis. Yeah, uh, I was not sure if he because you know we discussed this before about the whole Ben Kingsley playing Gandhi, mm, but he's part and of Ben. Ben's. Yes, Ben that Kingsley is British, but he he his ethnicity is oh you know they, not as problematic as it would seem. But I didn't, so I didn't know that about John Rhys Davies. If he is white, or if he he's does have, 
So, but is he white? Uh, like, may, is his is his family from somewhere else? Like that, it might not be he may, problematic. He might be black he, Welsh, as they say. Okay, like okay. So, so I, like I, I wasn't sure if it's oh, okay. We're, we're we're like, oh, she's Spanish. Oh, she's Welsh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, people are thrown. Oh, they were thrown. Yeah, definitely. Oh, we, we it was had... ca- I mean, and she was cast. I mean, the first thing we really saw her in was Zorro. So it was kind of like, ah, I, you know, people just assumed, oh, she probably Spanish. Uh, we we forget like that she was also in um, the Punisher, not the Punisher. No, what what, what what's the uh, the Billy Zane superhero movie? Oh, the Phantom. Phantom. The Phantom. She was in that underrated movie. Was it? It's not great. No. Well, there was there was that that the, in the nineties we had all those the, you know before the superhero genre blew up when there were you know there were some hits and misses more misses than hits. Um, where they tried to introduce some characters to try to turn them into like you know these franchises like uh, Alec Baldwin in The Shadow. Yeah. Um, I have not seen The Shadow in some time, so I could not tell you how it holds up. But I loved that movie when it came out. Like hmm. the look, like that whole like it. It, it kept this kind of in the same way that Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy is another one where they. I don't know if they were going for like a franchise there, uh, but it, it the. The the shadow and Dick Tracy held on to that comic book aesthetic, like they still looked like comic books. Yeah, they did. They definitely stuck to that style, like of yeah. the, the, the old school. They didn't modernize it, like not... yeah, yeah. Like they 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 like the shadow took was supposed to take place in the '30s, and it very much looked like yeah. something that was from the '30s. Um, the yeah, Phantom with Billy Zane, where. Yeah, you know they they kind of tried to make him a main uh, uh, like a leading man for a while, and I don't know why it didn't take. He's he's a good actor. He's a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. Uh, not really. Sh- I mean, so he 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 made a great career out of smaller characters, but I don't know why he never really blew up as a main. I don't uh, know. You know, you get your shots and you fail, like the Phantom fails. Like fan- yeah, no, that's true. That's uh, true. There's I I mean there's that's the tale as old as time. You've seen a number of actors that um more, a lot more often than not it's because of talent, but who have who have been given the leading man opportunity and the fo- the film crashed and burned and it just, it like like um uh, Taylor Kitsch. Oh yeah. Uh, he, Taylor he Kitsch was who was given, given a, he was given a, he was given a few chances. He was given um what that John from Mars uh, uh, or no, no, no. The the John Carter from Mars was the a name of the comic. John right? Carter. The, in the, John Carter. But yeah. in the what was the the movie was called something. John else, Carter, wasn't it? Oh, the movie. But the, okay. Uh, and then he was also given the Battleship. Oh, uh, that was a bad and, choice. And he, and he was supposed. Well, no, he did. I'm sorry, he did play. Um, uh, what is Remy Gambit. LeBeau's Gambit? He played Gambit in one of the and Wolverine. He, yeah, Wolverine, which everybody, you know, that that interest introduced us to Deadpool, you know, and some other characters that people we don't act like that movie exists. Um, they definitely try to act. This is Ryan Reynolds, but he does mock it in a way. Yeah. Oh no, it's yeah, that's become a joke. Um, but yeah, I, it's just it's a it's a crime that they have not made a, a decent Gambit. Gambit was always my favorite X Men. Yeah, X Man. Yeah. Uh, and they just never did it justice. But Taylor Kitsch did not do it justice at all, and they kind of, kind of just did away with them. <laughs> Sam Wor- Sam Worthington was another one that I mean, he's made in some huge movies uh, like Avatar. He was in Clash of the Titans. You know, they've given him leading Terminator. roles. Terminator. He was the poor but, man's action star. Like it was like the you 
you could carry it you know clash of the titans obviously got a sequel because it did well enough um you had but but yeah nav like i'm avatar. sorry they, they wanted matt D- damon to play his role and then in avatar and in and, and avatar and avatar and he turned matt damon said it was the biggest money grab that he turned down because they couldn't give him the salary he wanted but they could give him the back end of that that Ooh. that would have been he says it's the Ooh. biggest uh yeah money giveaway he's uh, ever done. i mean it's it yeah the highest grossing movie ever it was like um uh i mean it wasn't a money grab well i guess no it wasn't money. he admitted it was a money grab alec getting back to star wars yeah. alec guinness admitted that he only played obi-wan for, for the, the money, money. The and they didn't even points. pay it be- yeah the back end they didn't have anything to give him up front no. uh, but he ended up making tens of millions of dollars off the back hell I mean, not the, I mean, Keanu Reeves already was making money, but most of his his fortune came from the back end of the Matrix. And he gave all his money away. Essentially, he gave a lot of it away. Yeah. So, uh, um, so okay. but the same with Sam Sam Worthington um, is that uh, he just had no charisma. Like they gave no. him some a couple of chances, and in an Avatar, he didn't really need to have it. And I suppose Clash of Titans either. Because he, the, n- neither of those movies did people go into it saying like, "Oh yeah, it's a Sam Worthington movie. I'm gonna go see yeah. this." But Billy Zane had charisma, but it was a, he, an oddly evil charisma. Like he's better the bad guy almost. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. It's like, um, it's like well, no, I mean, I, I wish Sam were here because she'll she'll and if she pops on, I'll 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 ask her this, and I'm sure I'll know the answer. Uh, far and away, Billy Zane's Billy Zane's greatest role is playing Billy Zane in Zoolander. Oh well, yeah. When he when he when he's his uh, he's the Zoolander's ally, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's like um, oh why am I? I'm always blank on his name, but he he's the Michael Bean. Oh yeah, he, no he he's um, like Michael. Sam Worthington, but with acting skills. Oh no, he was good, and he. I actually was read about it more recently uh, because, you know, like I said, I saw The Abyss. Yeah. Awesome, awesome villain. Awesome villain, awesome hero, like in Terminator or um, awesome villain in in Tombstone. Aliens. um, But he he admits himself that he kind of his head got too big after making those movies. And he acknowledged because, you know, he's, he's had plenty of time to reflect. He said that he acknowledges that he was treated people badly he, he acted like he was bigger than he was and that that'll do it kind of destroy um, they essentially wrote his character out of the aliens three like he was supposed to you know he survived um he the kid um and uh, i can't think of the kid's name newt uh and newt that's right and then ripley they all survived aliens yeah. but they killed him off between the two movies because i i read the um yeah, no, I read the the novelization of, of Alien Three when I was when I was a kid, um, and there was some they 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 filled in the parts between the two movies, and Newt and um, was he Hawk Hudson? Yeah, he wasn't Hudson. What was his name in in Aliens? Was it Hicks? Hicks H- Hudson was the um, what's his name? Uh, Bill on. Paxton. <laughs> uh game over we're we're all gonna die yeah um he had some great lines in that movie because didn't he also have the like uh expressway to hell line when when the plane the ship dropped yeah uh but no michael bean 
he admits he's like he was supposed like his character was supposed to survive yeah but he was such nobody wanted to work with him because he had just gotten too big um but no, his in between Aliens and Alien Three at the very beginning of Alien Three that they don't show in the movie is that the the pod that they're in, the ship that they're in, crash lands on the prison prison planet, mm-hmm. and Ripley's the only one that survives. So they kill Newt off too. Yeah. Um, but she, he was supposed to be part of it, and Michael Biehn's always had that thing where um, he's one of those actors who always dies. Uh, yeah. Like in everything he's in, he dies. Um, like even when he's a hero, he still dies. Um, the Sean Bean effect that we we should. I was gonna say he's just like Sean Bean, except Sean Bean t- tends to play more villains, and villains die. And Sean Bean's actually um, trying to get out of this contract. He doesn't want to keep dying anymore. So like that's become a thing for him. Like he's going against it. Well, he's you know what? Some actors build that into their contracts that they can't be killed. Uh, I mean, uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock can't lose a fight in the Fast movies. Yeah, that one's that one's an extreme. But uh, Queen Latifah has in her contract is that she could, she died in Set It Off. I think it was Set It Off. Oh god, uh, the bank bank heist movie. Right, and she had it in her contract going forward that she could never die in a, in a movie again, which kind of limits your ability to play villains because villains tend to die. Um, I mean, you're bankrupt. But yeah, Mike, yeah. Michael Biehn, not only did he die in just about every movie, he was a soldier and or Navy SEAL in just about every movie. You know who like, keeps... I'm, I'm doing these searches for these movies that, that are coming up, and guess who keeps popping up is John C. McGinley. Ah, I love John McGinley. Yeah. The, he's just, he's uh, just I mean, been Scru- in a couple... Like, I was looking I at mean, The Rock to get uh, the... Oh, now he's had so many side characters... Oh, like, he's, he's like not, not even not even actor. like he's yeah not even like not even like second or third billing he's well down but he's memorable um well you know, i mean obviously obviously scrubs i mean scrubs is all amazing he was awesome in scrubs but yeah wall street platoon he did a lot of oliver stone movies hmm. platoon like he's the character these characters that you know maybe not you certainly don't remember the characters names but no. they're memorable he's he, memorable. you know what He's memorable. You know what the thing that I always enjoyed him the most in, which is one of the worst movies, uh, it was John Candy's last movie, uh, Wagons East. Oh my God, that's right. He was with uh, with Richard Lewis, and I, I believe that John Candy died while, like, maybe not necessarily while making it, but right after. Yeah. Um, and uh, that he, you know, it was the plot of the movie was like this family that that went out west during the, you know, the 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 wild west of the you know late 18th the, the 19th century of the americas but but it was this family that were like city slickers and couldn't handle it so they wanted to go back yeah so they hired john candy to take them back and um and john mcginley played like the cook that was with them but he was flamboyantly gay <laughs> like there was no real reason for him to be flamboyantly gay but he did it anyway and he was hysterical uh but obviously i mean obviously scrubs but um, is he is he still making stuff? He's still like, making so stuff. He's not stopped working. I don't think it's. If anything, no, he has not. He's in a TV series called Caught. It's like Mash with the the stars. Mm. Uh, he was in Brooklyn Nine Nine for four episodes. Uh, oh, R.I.P. Andre Brower. That yeah, was a sad. A, that was a sad, a sad one. one. I mean, uh, this is all celebrity. That that was the was that the third in the. Um, the uh what was the the celebrity I, death it, thing the celebrity deaths we were talking about last week with the the who was oh no we didn't it, it was, well it's hard to do the celebrity oh, norman lear 
and Andre Brower, and then maybe if you count Ryan O'Neill. Um, but you know, the whole thing with the celebrities die in threes is that there's always celebrities dying. So when does one, one, when does one three end and the next one begin? Uh, but the Andre Brower one was really sad because not only was he just awesome in Brooklyn nine, nine, he was awesome on that show homicide life on the streets. Right. That, that was the, that was essentially the prequel to the wire. Um, it's created by the same guy also about Baltimore police. And he was amazing in Glory, which is one of my all-time mm. favorite movies. Um, but yeah, that was that was sad when he. I mean, it's sad when anybody dies, except for Ryan O'Neill. It wasn't that sad about that because he was a terrible person. Um, but anyway, sorry. No, uh, I'm just going through. I, the list I interrupted of people you. who passed away, and it's like they they have a list of starting zero is. Uh, um, so for going to go by the creator of uh, what was the show uh, that I'm blanking on right now, passed away too. Um, I'm not sure. What? Uh, all, all in the family? Not is it all in the family? Uh, oh, Jim Norman Lear. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. yeah. He, he created all. In the, he was 101 though. Yeah, that's that's one of those ones where uh, I don't. You know, where we joke about how I killed Carl Reiner. Hmm. Um, but when you're nine, when you're 98, 99, 100, I feel like you had a good run. Yeah, I would. I would uh, agree with you. Norman Lear was 101. Oh, that's okay. so. Yeah, no, he. And his, do we? Do, he, do, oh, here's the next question. Do we count reality TV? Uh, it, I think that's a, a case-by-case basis. Uh, Chickadee from uh, Honey Boo Boo. Mm, you know what? That one was sad. Yes, it Don't, was. To some, I, have a, I have a good friend who loves the Honey Boo Boo universe. Like There, there have been several spinoffs. Because yeah. uh, Ma- Mama June, the mom, had her own spinoff called Mama June from, hot, from Not to Hot or something like that. Hot something like that. Hot to hot, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and so there have been spinoffs, but yeah, the chickadee was the sister, and you know, I mean, she's so young. She had, she was young and had young kids. That's always very sad. And it's, but yeah, no, no, I, but I don't know if you'd put that in the celebrity category because she was a celebrity to some, but not, you know, if you don't rec, if if you ask ten people and nine don't recognize the name, I don't know if they're celebrity. I wouldn't have known. I just know from like, it's. Because of the child custody situation, yeah, uh, and they they all had ridiculous names because it was yeah. Mama June, uh, Honey, uh, Honey Sugar Boo-Boo. Bear, Sugar oh, Bear yeah. was the dad, Honey Boo Boo, Chickadee, and then I think the other sister's name was Pumpkin, uh, and for whatever reason I remember that Pumpkin has six fingers on one hand. Um, don't know why I remember that. I don't. Or maybe know. her ki- maybe her kid had six fingers. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's one of those things. Now they're getting to the end of the year. We'll see those retrospectives of people that died this year, and there's always ones you forgot about. And there's going to be ones that are forgotten, not even put on. So that's going to be yeah. You'll catch well. The, we'll catch it on the in memoriams for like the Globes or the Oscars, and then there'll be the controversy about how, why they left certain people off, as always. Right. Yeah, it's all. I don't know. Like there was like a whole list of things I'm like I wanted to talk about today, but I'm like I don't really want to. <laughs> Um, depressing. Got, the, got him in. So yeah, we're going down uh, the dark, dark path, Nate. We're going. <laughs> uh, well, on a on a more uh, lighthearted. Uh, well, how did you? Because because of your experience on film sets, the the whole um, Bradley Cooper kerfuffle. No, about uh, not sitting the, the, the the chairs thing. Okay, um, so for those of you who don't know, um, Bradley Cooper doesn't like the idea of having chairs on set because it he makes it feel that people are lazy and takes down the energy. In, in, in his yeah, in his words, the there's a dip in energy. 
um, went so he allows no chairs on set. Uh, which it's weird that we keep we act like he's been this longtime director that he's done this so often. He's made two movies. Yeah, two. Good. Um, he's done good. They've been good. Yeah. They've been good. Um, but yeah, and and he also doesn't allow a video village, which is another thing that you know. That's fine. Not at this you've point not in time, been you on don't, sets. You don't. Really yeah, realize. like so the video the video village is is, is playback a, essentially. Is, it's a play. Yeah, yeah. It's a tent or something or tables something. away from the cameras where you have monitors and it's where the producers writers maybe even the direct some directors don't you know you work from a distance but you can see everything being shot you can hear everything being shot a lot of directors like prefer to be hands-on and standing like with the camera like famously Soderbergh runs the he like he actually is the camera person uh James Cameron does that too um but yeah, Bradley Cooper, and it became a huge thing when Bradley Cooper was like, "Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have chairs. That's insane." Um, and it is sort of. Uh, I know from my experience on sets. General, granted, they've been television sets, but there's a lot of downtime when you're a making lot. TV or a movie, and that seems pretty cruel to make people stand, especially crew. Yeah, because. Um, you know, pretty, like you well, crew, use a crew pretty... don't get crew tends to not have seats most of the time, depending on what part of the crew, uh, like make. Well, they get they like get that. they get mandated breaks, which yeah. is nice. You know, unions um, kind of yeah. Thing. But like you know, I mean, I was a production manager. Uh, honestly, uh, my least busy time was when we were on the air mm. because because uh, my me and everybody in our department we were you know you spend the months pre-production and and then months post-production while it's while it's while we're shooting while we were doing our live show on any award show day i was sitting because what else was i gonna do yeah um so if there weren't chairs i would have been annoyed um and i mean i guess i guess i see where and it's not even his idea like he he just stole the idea from from previous directors um uh, like, oh, I, I had actually written down some of the like the, the ones that he had taken the idea from. Uh, oh, um, Christopher Nolan. Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan is somebody who who famously did not allow chairs, uh, does not allow chairs on set. And there was a I, I had the quote down. Um, oh, because and this was he claims that it's not true. Christopher Nolan does. But two actors, uh, two prominent actors have have corroborated that it's true. Um, Robert Downey Jr. said that there were no chairs allowed on Oppenheimer, and Anne Hathaway said that there were no chairs allowed on uh, Bat Night, uh, Bat Night, Bat, Bat, Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Um, and the quote she attributed to Christopher Nolan, Anne Hathaway, was, "If you have chairs, people will sit, and if they're sitting, they're not working." Uh, which okay, but Fine. now uh, Christopher Nolan sort of addressed it and said that technically he doesn't allow directors chairs. Um, well, you know, which, kind of a... you know, tractors chairs, if everybody is familiar with, it's the, generally speaking, the, the actors and, you know, produce, maybe producers get those fancy, you know, chairs with their name on it, with their name on it. Not, and I can understand maybe not doing that because not only is it maybe a ne- an energy dip, but there's a whole hierarchy to directors chairs, like who gets them, who doesn't get them. It can, it can, it can make people mad. Mm-hmm. Like what level of actor you have to be to not get your own chair um but not having chairs for like 
some crew members, not having like folding chairs for like crew members. And this also made me think like, if he has onset catering, how's that working? If there are no chairs, how are the people eating, standing up? What's going on? Because obviously the actors have, have trailers they can go back to. Yes. So the, if, if your argument is you want to keep energy up among the, I assume the people on camera, um, they're going back to their trailers either way, unless he's banning them from their trailers as well. And what are you going to have them do, like, laps? I don't, like, it's the, it's the thing. is like, you're not incorrect about, like, when, for those of you, like, for anyone who hasn't seen this or knows anything about this, it's, like, to take one, like, a, a page or some, a scene in dialogue. Let's just, not even, like, a, a sedentary, like, like, every time a, a, a shot of a movie changes faces, like, it goes from one face to another face, that is the same shot, but at a different angle with different lighting, and yeah. it's just going back and forth, and you're doing the the and, same lines over and over again. And, depending, and often, oftentimes that that the back of the head you're looking at is not the act. No. Like some, a lot of times they'll use the doubles to, it, for that for those, so that the actor who's talking isn't looking at nothing. Yes, and they don't necessarily need both actors if one of them's not talking. Um, but yeah, no, like there, and and then you've got those directors, and I don't know if Bradley Cooper how he is. One take director, there are some, like there's some directors that are infamous for the number of takes. Like we're um, talking thirty Fincher, takes. Fincher like, and uh, Kubrick are the two that are just legendary. For Fincher will make an actor do a hundred takes in a day, and it is something as simple as walking through a doorway. Yeah, and. I would say the best way to get an energy to get a dip in energy is to make an actor do a hundred takes uh, on the other end of this. So I don't know where Bradley Cooper falls on the spectrum, but on the other end of the spectrum is famously Clint Eastwood. Um, does and to be fair, you tend to see this more from actors who become directors because they understand what it's like to be an actor. Um, so Clint Eastwood's like one or two takes. We're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Woody, we don't like to talk about him much. Woody Allen's kind of the same way where he, 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 he wants to go fast. So like, he's not doing a hundred takes. So I, that seems to me, that's the best way to keep energy up is to keep it, keep it moving. Um, I don't know. And th- this whole thing came to light because Bradley Cooper was being interviewed by Spike Lee for this director on director series where like two directors sit and sort of interview each other. And and Spike Lee was sort of taken aback by it. He he was like, "Oh, I, of course I allow chairs. That's insane." So it's it's certainly not a common thing, um, but it but it certainly got a lot of press. You know, because Bradley Cooper is getting a lot of press now because of Maestro coming out. Um, Bradley Cooper also keeps all his sets closed, which it happens. But the reason he so you know to, a closed set means you you don't allow guests on it. You don't allow people who are like non necessary right unnecessary Keeps non-necessary focused. Not i get it uh well in bradley cooper's words because he says the set is a sanctuary oh. which okay okay come on um listen i'm not gonna knock him for feeling like the art is his thing like he's just taking a little too seriously i think possibly and but... he is the i mean he is of the you know he's a classically trained actor he's not just one of those guys who has a knack for it like a natural ability he um i I keep saying he the word famously he went he was a graduate of the actor studio right the um you know the the show behind the actor studio it's a real school um i think it's part of the new school in new york um where uh, james lipton really did work there um 
but he was a student there and he actually popped up in an episode of uh, inside the actor's studio i can't recall who the actor was that was being that was part you know being interviewed but bradley cooper was in the audience asking a question while he was still a student so of course people found that and were like oh my god is bradley cooper is a student but like you know the people that do that or go to juilliard they tend to have take themselves a little too seriously it's like calling the set a sanctuary is a bit much um but like bradley cooper would not allow the leonard so you know maestro he plays leonard bernstein and the bernstein family uh like his surviving kids were part of the filmmaking process. Like they, they, they were consulted <coughs> on it, uh, but he banned them from the set. He did not allow them to be on set, which seems a little harsh. But I guess, it, I guess the point there, uh, it's you know, I, I guess his reasoning could be that he didn't want people on set because they might question his decisions. Not just I that. Suppose- it, <laughs> it, it's it's surprising when um, I'll put it like this. Second movie we made, or that was involved in, it was a small budget movie. Like in the sense, it was two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Like ten day shoot. Uh, Peter K was the director. Peter K, if you don't know, um, worked has been working on Yellowstone as of late. He did Sons of Sons of Anarchy, and like his films were like Get Carter and a few others, like that were decent. That's good. Yeah, that's a pretty. But he did bring in a lot of the Sons of Anarchy style to this film which no one will ever see the light of day of but uh he he had a way of working like it was a tv show um because that, that's how it had to be shot we were doing 10 pages a day then if anyone knows like 10 pages is a ridiculous amount he was like quick on it he's like that's what i want we're going i mean that's that's roughly the equivalent of 10 minutes of, of footage yeah right? i mean and it was we were like three locations just get it done and he got it done he got like no overtime which was ridiculous too so you only have 12 hours to work really you mm-hmm. know and if you go over that it fees go up astronomically for everyone it was like if you don't get actors home by a time like they have an eight hour what is it eight hours or 12 hours turnaround turnaround like well I, I even more even more than the actors they, the crew members yeah so like the union union crew members we used to get crushed by when you know when when we if you go you overtime know, show weekends we're working late starting early and those guys were collecting double time at some uh, point and they loved it they, yeah, they, they didn't care they weren't complaining no it was the it was you know us the ones that are in charge of the money we were the ones complaining i always thought of there was this one incident i all i'll never forget this one because it was david harbour of obvious you know married to lily allen and uh stranger things i love it i love that it was the first thing you said yeah. mr lily allen yeah uh, you know, I mean, I could do Hellboy and all the other things. That yeah, he's no, he's not, he's, he's, he's the sheriff from Stranger he's, Things. But let's be honest, he's not Hellboy. There's yeah. only one. No, 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 it's Ron Perlman. Uh, yeah. But he was on this movie, and when we were taking the trailers out to get uh, like to to the next location, they got stuck. So therefore, his car got stuck. So um, he didn't know what I was. He thought I was just a PA. So I was an EP on the movie, and he, he was like. Uh, I just drove him home. Like I was like, you, I heard, you're about David Harbor, the director, David Harbor, the, oh. the actor, like, no, no, I, I, I mean, no, when you said he, I, I wasn't sure which one you're talking no, about. Oh, sorry. Peter he, or, no, yeah. I don't think Stephen K really knew who I was either. No. Uh, he knew me like, he was like, but that, that yeah. was a long time ago. Now that was, I'd rather not think about it. 15 years ago. now, Jesus. Something like that. Mm. Maybe less. I don't know. 
Uh, besides the point. But he was like, I had to drive him home because we couldn't have him be like, you know. And then it was getting text messages from him being like, do you have my car? I'm like, I'm on my way. It was like a Friday as well. So it was like stuck in traffic, like going from somewhere in the valley. And he was on the base of the hill and mm. like on the, the Studio City side. So that was, you know, one of those weird ones. Like, you know, like, yeah. If I saw him or Eva Amore, I'm like, oh, he don't remember me, but we were on isolation together. And they'd be like, oh, whatever happened? To I think their response is like, what happened to that movie? And I'd have to go into great detail what like what went wrong with everything at that point. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fun name it dropping ha- moment. It happens. It does. Oh. Hey, Sam. Hey, look at me coming at the last minute. Hey, oh. you, you got the five minutes. So. It's good to see you. Yeah, how are you guys doing? Oh, we were good. We were just telling some um, stories about uh, delays and filmmaking. Oh, Sam, we, I was gonna. We were just. Oh. Or we were discussing Billy Zane earlier. What would you say is Billy Zane's best role? Um. Oh God, there's so many. How can I choose? It's true. He had something in mind that you would say. I, I had something in mind that might have come first, but it might not for you. I mean. I really like Zoolander. Ah, that was it. <laughs> I was I was like, I hope Sam I hope Sam pops off because I, I guarantee your answer is gonna be Zoolander. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Billy we know Zane. Each other so well. I, I've I've got your back, Derek. Thank you, Billy Zane. No, we were um it was a diatribe of like actors that were like noted to be stars in the the making and then what happened to them? Like why didn't it tw- quite catch? And so, um, because did, he um, was an asshole in Titanic. <laughs> yeah, he he kind of, I mean, he might have been an asshole in real life. Like you know, we're like well, we we're saying, we we're saying like that destroyed Michael Biehn's career. So maybe Billy Zane was the same way. Who knows? It it ruined whose career? Michael Biehn. Uh, Michael Biehn from like Terminator and all Aliens. those movies in the eighties. The Abyss. He was the bad guy in the Abyss. Like he he had a solid eighties career, but he kind of destroyed his career because he didn't treat people very well. He was in The Rock. The Rock, he was in The Rock. He, like I said, he always plays a Navy SEAL. Yep. Um, and he always dies. Um, oh, what? Oh, what was, did you, I, I was curious if you guys know this. Uh, so Oxford, the Oxford English Dictionary released their, their word of the year. Oh, it's the new word to the dictionary. It? It's Riz. Uh, Do you guys know what uh, Riz means? Yeah. Yeah. One uh, of my really good friends, as you know, you probably don't remember him, is Rizwan. From college. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we call him Riz, Rizzy. Like, I've been using that for forever. <laughs> and now it's popular. Yeah. Well, it is. I, I, t- I don't know if this helps in any way, but Riz is both a noun and a verb. Yep. Um, but uh, I've been hearing it a lot lately, but I was kind of shocked to hear it was Oxford English Dictionary's word of the year uh, because the kids are using it. A lot. But it, a lot. Why, why do they need to shorten things? Like, I don't understand. Like, yeah. I think of... My friend Rizwan and Riz Ahmed, like the actor, like these are actual people's names. And they're not even shorting it, shortening it from a long word. It's short for charisma. Like to yeah. say to say somebody has Riz means they have yeah. charisma. But it, yeah, as so a what's verb, wrong with charisma? but, but as understand. a verb, it means to be flirty. Like if it yeah. says like like Hugh is rizzing somebody, that means they're flirting. But it's I don't like that. I know no. none of us do. It's my two year old is very clear. I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> Is a thing. Yeah. 
I don't know. Well, we we discussed this. I was it Shadow Chugi Tax. like last year or the year before? Chugi was like saying, three or Chugi four. Years. Is, now I I heard a Gen Z person saying that Chugi is actually no longer Chugi. Um, or no, Chugi is now Chugi. It's like it's it. Nobody uses it anymore. Oh, okay. So the word Chugi is like no longer allowed. But I'm no yeah. longer hip if I use it. I I I want to keep sending millennials the uh, the Abe Simpson bit. I was I was hip. I was cool, and then all of a sudden, what I, what was hip and cool is no longer hip or cool. It's it's a great meme. I don't know if you guys know this one I'm talking about. I just I'm I not cool enough. I was I with it. Now it. I'm not with it. It's kind of like the you, and you'll know what it feels like too. Like at some point. Eventually well, I think of um, Doctor Evil saying, "Yeah, I'm, I'm hip, hip. I'm cool." I'm with ducka, it. Ducka, ducka, ducka. They start ducka ducka duck. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do that one all. Well, the time. I mean, you guys with you know with with kids, you guys are going to know lingo far far faster. It makes than no I sense, man. It makes zero sense. I I've just had I mean, a, a 15 year old, a 12 year old, and an eight year old talking, and none of it made sense. They they use this thing called shadow tax. I don't know what the hell shadow. They don't know what shadow tax is. It's just a word they use. Um, Kara uses the word cringe all the time, yeah. which I just, it's not a good word in general. Like even just phonetically, yeah, I, I just hate it. Yeah, well, right. you know, I mean, we, not that any of us ever really used it, but the clueless, uh, vocab, we sort of ran with that for a while. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like as if was popular for a little bit. You're not wrong. So. No, I mean, I'm, I, I get it, but a part of me is just like, why though? I don't know. Oh no. They're not. It's no, kids. They need the, They need their thing. They don't have an identity, and they're trying to find it. In and they're, the they're not even no one... kids. Like Gen Z goes into the twenties now. They're kids. Oh yeah, but I mean, yeah, to us, sure. We're we're old people who yell at clouds now. At least I'm there. Yeah, I've been there for a while. I was standing outside today doing that. That was fun. Yell, yelling at a cloud. Yep. Yeah. Like, why are you raining? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh. Sorry about that. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's it's kind of stopped now. Well, I'll have a little rain in the background. I, I it, was, it was hit coming down pretty, pretty solid a little bit ago. Uh, well, at least it's cold. I still here. haven't. Yeah. I was gonna say I haven't caught on to most slang anyway. Like I hear people saying it, I just let it go. I just look at them blankly. It's, it's, yeah. It took me a while to figure out the no cap, oh. uh, which I still can't really define. It's no bullshit. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's just like lying. It's yeah. Just, yeah. It's just, so cap and lie, like they're they're, they're three three letters. What, what's the difference? Yeah, I don't understand. Eh. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, we just got old real quick. And on that yep. fine high note of uh, dialogue, we're gonna get get going. Uh, yeah, that that that, that, that was. That, that, what that did was, you guys talk about? Um, we talked about. Oh, it's been a while talking about like it could, I don't know if you saw. I, I only learned this yesterday, Sam, that they're making a prequel TV series to Ted, the Mark Wahlberg movie Ted, like with the talking teddy bear. They're making an entire... I work. I work. Are you see my oh. shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I didn't realize that they're making a whole series about it. Uh, and and I, was, I was saying that how unnecessary that seemed, because who was asking for that? Then we started trying to think of movies that you would want a prequel television series for. Couldn't really come up with that one.